Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. All these things we strive for and work for and hope for and pray for, we already have those things because Jesus gave it all to us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm in the middle of my third week of teaching on a hardened heart. You know, it's kind of a negative title, but it's a powerful, positive message. I had a good friend of mine, Bob Yandian, listen to me teach this over in England, and he took that teaching. He said he fixed it, uh, fixed all the things that I did wrong, and then he entitled it The Power of an Established Heart and said it's one of his best-selling books. And so it's kind of a negative title, but this is just the way that the Lord spoke to me. God showed me that in certain areas of my life, I was hardened, cold, insensitive, unfeeling, and unyielding to Him, which was a revelation because I thought that that only applied to people who were God-haters, and I certainly didn't hate God. I was seeking Him with my whole heart. But when He showed me these things, I realized there were areas of my life that I was more sensitive to or dominated by the natural realm than I was by the supernatural realm. And that's what the Bible calls a hardened heart. So we've been talking about this now, as I said, for three weeks. I hadn't got time to go back through that, but the last few days, I've been showing that it's not only sin that can harden our heart towards God. Hebrews chapter 3 says that sin hardens our heart. So I, that is a problem. If you're living in sin, quit it. But you can become hardened or insensitive towards God, not through sin, but just through being preoccupied with just natural, physical things. And to a degree, we all have to live in this physical world. I used an example yesterday about a man flying a plane who didn't have the physical, natural knowledge that he needed, and because of it, he curled up in a fetal position and said, we're gonna die, and I had to fly the plane while the pilot was over there freaking out. Man, we need some natural knowledge. You don't want to drive your car totally by the Spirit. You need to open your eyes and use your brain in the training that you've got. So I'm not saying that we aren't in a physical world, and to some degree, we have to be focused on this natural physical world, but we are dominated by it, not just focused on it to the degree that we need to to survive, but we have become completely dominated, immersed, INTO THIS NATURAL WORLD, I BELIEVE MUCH MORE THAN WHAT WE NEED TO. MOST PEOPLE JUST SIT AND THEY LET THE WORLD FEED THEM. THEY LET SOCIAL MEDIA, THE NEWS CYCLE, BOOKS, MOVIES, uh, ON AND ON, CIRCUMSTANCES, OTHER PEOPLE, THEY JUST LET OTHER PEOPLE CONTROL WHAT THEY THINK AND WHAT THEY THINK UPON. I TELL YOU, YOU HAVE TO TAKE CONTROL OF YOUR LIFE AND YOU HAVE TO FOCUS YOUR ATTENTION UPON GOD. IT IS NOT EASY. AND I ACTUALLY BELIEVE THAT THIS GENERATION OF CHRISTIANS IS PROBABLY MORE EXPOSED TO THE NATURAL, uh, CERTAINLY THE UNGODLINESS, BUT EVEN BEYOND JUST BEING THINGS THAT ARE OPENLY AGAINST GOD. WE ARE JUST CONTROLLED AND EXPOSED TO MORE NATURAL INFLUENCE THAN ANY GENERATION OF CHRISTIANS THAT EVER LIVED BEFORE. YOU KNOW, USED TO, PEOPLE DIDN'T HAVE TELEVISION. THEY DIDN'T HAVE 
uh, all the movies. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have cell phones and all this. And people would work a job, but then in the afternoon, they'd sit on their porch and they would sit there and watch the sunset and enjoy the day and talk to their neighbors as they came by and stuff. And they had time to sit and reflect and think. Now, I, I travel and I'm in airports a lot and I just recently was in an airport and I looked around and I could not see one person within my eyesight. And there was probably a hundred people. I couldn't see one person that didn't have their cell phone out and doing something. There is no downtime. Most people are just constantly uh, being controlled. There is no time to think. There is no time to put our mind upon the Lord. And sad to say, most people don't spend a lot of time in the Word of God. This is one of the things that I do to focus my attention beyond just the physical, natural things that I'm having to deal with. I spend a lot of time studying Scripture because when you read Scripture, like just last night, I taught in John chapter 4 about Jesus dealing with the woman at the well, and I went through those verses and studied on that. And when you do that, you see beyond the natural realm. You see how that Jesus knew that this woman had had five husbands, and the man that she was living with at that time was not her husband. And it makes you see things in a different light. Instead of just dealing with just the natural news cycle and all these kind of things. You, you read and the Word of God shows you what's going on behind the scenes. That's what I love about the Word of God. You know, I think I mentioned this before, but I actually uh, bought a book. We went to Arlington Cemetery in Washington, D.C., and I remember seeing that they, uh, that used to be uh, Robert E. Lee's uh, home. And they have his home there. Now it's turned into a museum. And they, they made a union cemetery there kind of as punishment. They took his property away as punishment for him being the general uh, that headed up the Confederacy and stuff like this. So anyway, that interested me. So I bought his book and I read his biography and it was amazing. There were so many times that the South should have won the Civil War. They had the union troops uh, beaten they had them surrounded and just one thing after another happened and you could see how that these little coincidences happened. But it was only being told from a natural human perspective. And as I read the book and this biography of Robert E. Lee, I just, it, it, I longed to know what was happening in the spiritual realm and I compared it to the Bible. You know, in the Bible, David fought battles, but you would hear that it was the angel of the Lord that went out and smote all of these people and did these things. And the Bible shows you behind the scenes. It doesn't just tell you physically what happened. It shows you why it happened, that God was on this uh, person's side and he was against this person. And it shows you what's going on behind the scenes. So I say all of this to say that this is what one of the things I love about the Bible is when you read these stories, in Scripture, it shows you the spiritual things that are going on. It shows you why it happens. It shows you that God put up this one person and put down another person. And it just allows you to go beyond the natural realm and see into the spiritual realm. It makes you spiritually minded. Jesus said this in John chapter 6, verse 63. He says, It's the spirit that quickens, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are alive. God's Word is spirit. It will focus your attention on the spiritual realm. 
AND BY MEDITATING IN THE WORD OF GOD, NOT ONLY READING, BUT THEN TAKING THE THINGS THAT YOU'VE READ AND JUST MULLING THEM OVER AND OVER AND USING YOUR IMAGINATION UNTIL YOU CAN SEE WHAT THE WORD OF GOD IS PREACHING, YOU CAN SEE IT IN YOUR MIND'S EYE, IN YOUR HEART. WHEN YOU DO THAT, IT MAKES YOU SPIRITUALLY MINDED. AND ACCORDING TO ROMANS CHAPTER 8, VERSE 6, TO BE SPIRITUALLY MINDED IS LIFE AND PEACE. YOU KNOW, IF I WAS WITH YOU and, AND IF I WENT TO YOUR HOME AND IF YOU HAD A GARDEN, I WOULDN'T HAVE TO BE THERE WHEN YOU PLANTED YOUR GARDEN TO TELL YOU WHAT YOU PLANTED. I COULD GO LOOK, AND IF YOU HAVE TOMATOES GROWING, IF YOU HAVE OKRA GROWING, CORN OR WHATEVER IT IS THAT YOU'VE GOT GROWING, I KNOW THAT THE REASON IT'S GROWING THERE IS BECAUSE YOU PLANTED IT. SO I DON'T HAVE TO BE WITH YOU WHEN YOU TILL THE SOIL, PLANT THE SEED TO TELL YOU WHAT YOU PLANTED. I CAN LOOK AT WHAT THE FRUIT IS AND TELL YOU WHAT YOU PLANTED. AND IT'S THE SAME THING IN YOUR LIFE. YOU KNOW, I DON'T HAVE TO LIVE WITH YOU, BUT YOU COME TO ME AND YOU START TELLING ME ABOUT HOW TERRIBLE THINGS ARE AND WHAT HAPPENS, AND I CAN TELL YOU WHAT YOU'VE PLANTED. AND I KNOW THAT SOME PEOPLE, THEY DISLIKE THIS AND SAY, THAT IS NOT TRUE. I HAD NOTHING TO DO WITH THIS SICKNESS. I DID NOT GO OUT AND BELIEVE GOD FOR CANCER. I HAVE NOT BEEN LIVING IN SIN. I DID NOT SPEAK AND BELIEVE FOR CANCER. BUT I CAN TELL YOU THIS, YOU HAVE BEEN IN THE NATURAL REALM, AND YOU JUST WERE, YOU KNOW, SINGING THESE SONGS ABOUT, LORD, I'M ONLY HUMAN. I'M JUST A MAN. THAT, that MAY NOT BE OVERTLY REBELLIOUS TOWARDS GOD, BUT IT'S NOT WHAT THE WORD SAYS. THE WORD SAYS THAT YOU'RE ONE-THIRD WALL-TO-WALL HOLY GHOST, THAT YOU NOW HAVE GOD LIVING ON THE INSIDE OF YOU, AND YOU'VE GOT PROMISES THAT HE WILL TAKE ALL SICKNESS AWAY FROM THE MIDST OF YOU, THAT NO PLAGUE WILL COME NIGH YOUR DWELLING. HE GAVE YOU AUTHORITY OVER ALL SICKNESS AND OVER ALL DISEASE AND OVER ALL DEMONS TO CAST THEM OUT. MATTHEW CHAPTER 10, LUKE CHAPTER 9, AND ON AND ON GOES. YOU HAVEN'T BEEN MEDITATING ON THOSE THINGS. YOU HAVE BEEN LIVING IN THE NATURAL REALM, THINKING THAT YOU'RE ONLY HUMAN. AND BECAUSE OF IT, WHEN SATAN ATTACKS YOU WITH SOMETHING, THE REASON THAT IT IS WINNING AND OVERCOMING YOU IS BECAUSE YOU HAVEN'T BEEN SENSITIVE, DOMINATED BY THE SPIRITUAL REALM. AND YOU ARE WHAT THE DOCTOR SAYS ABOUT YOU ARE GOING TO DIE AND THERE IS NO HOPE. THAT HAS MORE IMPACT ON YOUR LIFE THAN WHAT GOD HAS TO SAY, THAT HE SAYS HE HEALS ALL OF YOUR SICKNESSES AND ALL OF YOUR DISEASES. AGAIN, I'M NOT SAYING THESE THINGS TO SHAME ANYBODY. I'M NOT SAYING IT TO CONDEMN YOU. I'M NOT SAYING YOU'RE A BAD PERSON. BUT I'M SAYING THAT IN THAT AREA, YOU'RE HARDENED, INSENSITIVE, COLD, AND UNFEELING TOWARDS GOD. WHAT THE DOCTOR HAS TO SAY, WHAT THE BANKER HAS TO SAY, WHAT THE LAWYER HAS TO SAY, WHAT YOUR MATE HAS TO SAY, WHAT YOUR COWORKERS HAS TO SAY HAS MORE IMPACT ON YOU THAN WHAT GOD'S WORD HAS TO SAY. AND THAT IS A HARDENED HEART. MAN, THESE ARE AMAZING THINGS. AND THE REASON THAT HAPPENS, I'VE ALREADY TAUGHT THIS. I'M NOT GOING TO GO BACK THROUGH IT ALL, BUT WHATEVER YOUR FOCUS IS UPON, IS WHAT WILL DOMINATE YOU. WHATEVER YOU DON'T FOCUS ON, YOU MAY STILL RETAIN THE KNOWLEDGE, BUT IT'S NOT THE FOCUS. YOUR FOCUS IS ON SOMETHING ELSE. WELL, THEN YOU WILL, WHATEVER YOU FAIL TO FOCUS UPON, YOU JUST AUTOMATICALLY BEGIN TO BECOME INSENSITIVE TO. AND YOU KNOW, THERE IS A POSITIVE USE OF ALL OF THIS. I'VE SPENT MOST OF MY TIME TEACHING ON THIS, TALKING ABOUT THE NEGATIVE WAY THAT THIS WORLD'S INFLUENCE HAS HARDENED US TOWARDS GOD. BUT DID YOU KNOW THAT I BELIEVE GOD MADE OUR HEARTS SO THAT WHATEVER YOU FOCUS UPON, YOU BECOME SENSITIVE TO, AND WHATEVER YOU FAIL TO FOCUS ON, YOU BECOME HARDENED TO. I BELIEVE GOD MADE US THAT WAY FOR A GOOD PURPOSE. 
AND THAT IS THAT WE LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD AND THERE'S GOING TO BE LOTS OF BAD THINGS AROUND US CONSTANTLY. YOU CANNOT WITHDRAW. I DON'T BELIEVE THAT GOD WANTS US TO WITHDRAW FROM THE WORLD TO SUCH A DEGREE THAT WE LIVE IN A MONASTERY AND WE NEVER HAVE ACCESS TO ANYTHING NEGATIVE. I DON'T BELIEVE THAT'S POSSIBLE. WE COULD DO IT TO A GREATER DEGREE THAN WHAT MOST OF US DO, BUT WE ARE THE SALT OF THE EARTH, AND FOR THE SALT TO DO ANY GOOD, IT'S GOT TO GET OUT OF THE SALT SHAKER. WE NEED SOME CONTACT WITH PEOPLE WHO AREN'T NECESSARILY SPIRITUAL AND SEEKING GOD. WE HAVE TO BE OUT THERE WORKING IN in THE MARKETPLACE AND STUFF. SO YOU ARE GOING TO ENCOUNTER NEGATIVE THINGS, AND IF WE JUST AUTOMATICALLY HAD TO BE DOMINATED BY WHATEVER WAS GOING ON AROUND US, WELL, THEN EVERY ONE OF US WOULD BE DOOMED TO HAVE A HARDENED HEART. BUT I'M TELLING YOU, YOU CAN KEEP YOUR FOCUS ON GOD EVEN THOUGH YOU ARE IN A NEGATIVE SITUATION. I'VE HEARD OF PEOPLE THAT HAVE BEEN LIKE PRISONERS OF WAR OR HAVE BEEN PUT IN JAIL UNJUSTLY AND EVERYTHING AROUND THEM IS BAD. THEY'RE BEING uh, TORTURED, BEATEN. I JUST LISTENED TO SOME TESTIMONIES OF WOMEN WHO WENT THROUGH IRAN AND WERE uh, JAILED FOR THEIR FAITH IN THE LORD AND WERE TREATED TERRIBLY. BUT DID YOU KNOW GOD MADE IT SO THAT EVEN THOUGH ALL OF THESE NEGATIVE THINGS ARE HAPPENING, IN A SENSE, YOU CAN JUST TUNE ALL OF THAT OUT AND YOU CAN PUT YOUR MIND UPON GOD AND YOU CAN GO TO A SWEET PLACE, TO MAN, A POSITIVE PLACE, A PLACE OF PEACE, EVEN THOUGH EVERYTHING AROUND YOU MAY BE LITERALLY FALLING APART. THERE'S BEEN SO MANY TIMES. I REMEMBER WHEN I WAS IN THE ARMY THAT I WAS IN THE MIDST OF UNGODLINESS. I WAS IN THE MIDST OF PEOPLE BLASPHEMING GOD, SEEING DEATH AND DESTRUCTION ALL AROUND ME, AND YET I COULD KEEP MY MIND STAYED UPON THE LORD. I COULD FOCUS ON GOD. AND THAT DIDN'T MEAN THAT I TURNED OFF MY SENSES AND THAT I WASN'T AWARE OF WHAT WAS GOING ON AROUND ME, BUT IT WASN'T MY FOCUS. YOU KNOW, I'VE USED THIS EXAMPLE BEFORE, BUT IT'S LIKE IF YOU HAD ONE OF THOSE 35-MILLIMETER CAMERAS WHERE YOU uh, LOOK THROUGH THE LENS AND YOU FOCUS ON THE SUBJECT. YOU COULD GO TO A ZOO AND YOU CAN FOCUS ON THE ANIMAL THAT'S INSIDE OF A CAGE, AND IF YOU FOCUS ON THEM, WELL, THEN THE CHAIN LINK FENCE THAT IS SEPARATING YOU FROM THAT ANIMAL JUST LITERALLY DISAPPEARS. IT'S STILL THERE, BUT IT'S NOT IN YOUR FOCUS. YOU'RE FOCUSED ON THAT ANIMAL, AND THE CHAIN LINK FENCE DISAPPEARS. OR YOU CAN FOCUS ON THE FENCE, AND THE ANIMAL WILL JUST BE BLURRED IN THE BACKGROUND, AND IT DISAPPEARS. DID YOU KNOW THAT YOUR MIND IS LIKE THAT? YOUR HEART IS LIKE THAT? YOU CAN BE IN THE MIDST OF A NEGATIVE SITUATION, AND YES, IT'S STILL THERE, AND YOU'RE AWARE OF WHAT'S GOING ON, BUT YOUR FOCUS CAN BE SO ON GOD THAT YOU'RE JUST REJOICING WHILE EVERYBODY ELSE AROUND YOU IS CRYING. AND I BELIEVE THAT THIS IS THE REASON GOD MADE OUR HEART THIS WAY. IT HAS A POSITIVE BENEFIT THAT EVEN IN THE MIDST OF A FALLEN WORLD, AS WE GO ABOUT OUR DAILY THINGS, WE ARE GOING TO EXPERIENCE NEGATIVE THINGS. PEOPLE ARE GOING TO SAY THINGS AGAINST YOU. YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE NEGATIVE REPORTS. YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE SATAN FIGHT YOU PHYSICALLY, EMOTIONALLY, FINANCIALLY, AND ON AND ON. BUT YOU DO NOT HAVE TO LOSE YOUR SENSITIVITY TO GOD BECAUSE OF THOSE THINGS. YOU CAN LOOK BEYOND THOSE PROBLEMS THAT ARE STARING YOU IN THE FACE, AND YOU CAN JUST LOOK BEYOND IT. YOU KNOW, I REMEMBER BACK DURING... I THINK IT WAS IN THE 70s WHEN PRESIDENT CARTER WAS THE PRESIDENT, AND THE INTEREST RATES WENT UP TO 20 AND OVER 20%. AND I MEAN, PEOPLE WERE JUST SCREAMING THAT IT'S THE END OF THE WORLD, IT'S THE COLLAPSE OF THE UNITED STATES, 
and things like that. And so here was a negative fact, and I didn't deny that that existed. It did exist. It happened. But as I prayed about it and said, God, how should I look at this? The Lord spoke to me, and He says, didn't I say that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just? And he says, all you're doing is listening to the negative news media report what's happening in the physical realm. But in the spiritual realm, he says, I'm shaking things up, and the wealth of the sinner is coming unto the righteous. And, you know, I haven't... I'm not going to take the time to go back and to document all this, but I really believe that there was a shift. And during that period of time, you know, we started seeing the rise of ministries and my own ministry and others, we are seeing finances flow into the gospel. We saw Christian television stations birthed and started in finance. We are seeing things happen. Things have changed dramatically. And so here I was looking at something in the natural that was causing other people to panic and to cry and even commit suicide because they saw the negative side of it. And yet, because I had a different way of looking at it, I was looking at it through the Spirit, and based on what God was telling me, I was actually encouraged instead of discouraged. The same thing happened in 2008 and 2009 when the quote-unquote Great Recession happened. And I mean, these people in the stock market were committing suicide, and they were panicking, and people were just... I mean, they were... Uh, they were in distress. Over this. Did you know at that exact time, at the end of 2008, the beginning of 2009 is when the Lord spoke to me and told me that, man, I needed to take Karis Bible College from the baby stage, from the cradle, and make it a major influence. And to do that, it was going to cost a lot of money. We had to build a Bible College campus. And did you know that since 2009, when the Lord spoke to me, we now have over 120 million dollars worth of facilities. That's just facilities. That's not talking about uh, intellectual property, products, things like this. This is just building. $120 million in the last 10 or 11 years. Actually, uh, we began the process. It's, it's probably less than 10 years that we've accumulated all of this. And it was during the Great Recession. And while other people were looking at the same physical facts that I was looking at, but they didn't look at it through a word from God. You know, on yesterday's program, I took Matthew chapter 14, where Peter said unto the Lord, Lord, if it's you, bid me come unto you on the water. And he said, come. And Peter had a word from God. That didn't change the physical realm. The physical realm was still negative. There was still a storm. The waves were still high. But he had a word from God, and he focused on the word from God instead of the negative. And because of it, he walked on the water. When he took his eyes off of Jesus and started refocusing on just the natural things, he began to sink. See, this is exactly what happened in my life, is that while everybody else was talking the Great Recession, God gave me a word that it was time for us to expand. And did you know we bought the property that we're on right now. We bought that property for pennies on the dollar because we bought it from people who weren't spiritual and who weren't uh, operating in a word from God, and they were just looking at things in the natural. And they decreased the price of the land that we bought to like one-fourth of what it was. And so uh, there, this negative situation worked to my advantage. I bought things for pennies on the dollar. 
BECAUSE I HAD A WORD FROM GOD, AND WE STARTED BELIEVING GOD. SO WHAT I'M SAYING IS THAT WE LIVE IN THIS FALLEN WORLD. THERE'S GOING TO BE UPTURNS, DOWN, uh, YOU KNOW, UPTURNS, DOWNTURNS IN THE ECONOMY. THERE'S GOING TO BE TIMES THAT YOU'LL FIGHT THINGS PHYSICALLY, EMOTIONALLY. THERE'S TIMES THAT PEOPLE WILL COME AGAINST YOU. YOU CAN'T CONTROL ALL OF THAT, AND YOU CAN'T JUST TURN YOUR BRAIN OFF AND IGNORE IT, PUT YOUR HEAD IN THE SAND, GO INTO A MONASTERY AND TRY AND ESCAPE ALL OF THE THINGS OF THIS WORLD. I DO NOT THINK THAT THAT IS WHAT GOD WANTS US TO DO. GOD WANTS US TO BE IN THE WORLD, BUT NOT OF THE WORLD, AND HE HAS CREATED YOUR HEART IN SUCH A WAY THAT EVEN THOUGH YOU MAY BE GOING THROUGH FINANCIAL PROBLEMS, PHYSICAL PROBLEMS, EMOTIONAL PROBLEMS, MARRIAGE PROBLEMS, WHATEVER, EVEN THOUGH YOU ARE GOING THROUGH THOSE THINGS AND YOU HAVE TO USE YOUR SENSES TO DEAL WITH THESE THINGS IN THE NATURAL TO A DEGREE, YOU CAN LOOK BEYOND THAT AND YOU CAN SEE INTO THE SPIRITUAL REALM. AND YOU CAN BE SPIRITUALLY MINDED INSTEAD OF CARNALLY MINDED. YOUR HEART CAN BE SO SENSITIVE TO GOD THAT YOU JUST HAVE A DIFFERENT PERSPECTIVE ON THINGS THAN WHAT OTHER PEOPLE DO. MAN, I'VE SEEN THIS WITH PEOPLE THAT WERE DIAGNOSED WITH CANCER AND GIVEN A DEATH SENTENCE, AND BECAUSE THEY HAD BEEN MEDITATING IN THE WORD, THEY JUST REALIZED THAT THIS WASN'T IMPOSSIBLE WITH GOD. THEY WEREN'T LIMITED TO WHAT THE DOCTOR SAID, AND BECAUSE OF IT, THEY WERE ABLE TO WALK RIGHT THROUGH IT AND HAVE BEEN TOTALLY HEALED. I'VE SEEN PEOPLE THAT THEIR MARRIAGE IN THE NATURAL, IT WAS OVER, BUT THEY GOT A WORD FROM GOD, AND THEY WERE SHOUTING AND PRAISING GOD AND REJOICING, EVEN GOING THROUGH A DIVORCE OR WHATEVER, AND THEN GOD RESTORES THE WHOLE THING. I'VE SEEN PEOPLE THAT HAVE GONE THROUGH FINANCIAL PROBLEMS. I'VE DONE IT MYSELF, PHYSICAL PROBLEMS, EMOTIONAL PROBLEMS, RELATIONAL PROBLEMS, AND YET YOU'RE ABLE TO PROSPER BECAUSE YOU ARE LOOKING BEYOND THE PHYSICAL, NATURAL THINGS. AND YOU ARE SPIRITUALLY MINDED. BUT I'M TELLING YOU, IT'S LIKE GRAVITY. THERE IS THIS PULL FROM THE WORLD TO BE JUST HUMAN, TO BE JUST NATURAL, TO LOOK AT THINGS ONLY THROUGH HUMAN EYES AND NOT THROUGH THE WORD OF GOD. THE WORD OF GOD NEEDS TO BECOME LIKE A FILTER THAT EVERYTHING YOU LOOK AT, THE, the WORLD MAY BE SAYING DISASTER OVER HERE, BUT WHAT DOES GOD SAY ABOUT IT? IN THE WORLD, THERE MAY BE THESE VIRUSES GOING AROUND THAT HAVE NO CURE AND PEOPLE ARE DYING, BUT WHAT DOES GOD'S WORD SAY ABOUT IT? GOD'S WORD SAYS THAT NO PLAGUE WILL COME NIGH MY DWELLING. ONLY WITH MY EYES WILL I SEE AND BEHOLD THE REWARD OF THE WICKED. A THOUSAND WILL FALL AT MY SIDE, TEN THOUSAND AT MY RIGHT HAND, BUT IT SHALL NOT COME NIGH ME. SEE, IF I'M LOOKING THROUGH THE WORD OF GOD, EVEN WHEN THESE VIRUSES, WHEN THESE SICKNESSES, WHEN THESE FINANCIAL dis uh, DISTRESS COMES AND ALL OF THESE THINGS, I CAN VIEW THINGS DIFFERENTLY. I DON'T HAVE TO BE OVERCOME AND DEPRESSED AND DISCOURAGED AND FEARFUL BECAUSE MY HEART IS FOCUSED ON THE LORD. YOU CAN, you can REVERSE THIS PROCESS AND GET SO FOCUSED ON GOD THAT YOU DON'T EVEN KNOW HOW TO DESPAIR. YOU DON'T KNOW HOW TO OPERATE IN FEAR. YOU DON'T KNOW HOW TO PANIC. AND I KNOW SOME OF YOU SAY, THAT'S NOT POSSIBLE. ISAIAH 26, 3 SAYS, THE LORD WILL KEEP HIM IN PERFECT PEACE, WHOSE MIND IS STAYED UPON HIM BECAUSE HE TRUSTED IN HIM. AND IT DIDN'T SAY PERFECT PEACE UNLESS THERE'S AN INCURABLE VIRUS, UNLESS THERE'S A DOWNTURN IN THE ECONOMY, UNLESS YOU'RE GOING THROUGH A MARRIAGE PROBLEMS. NO, he, he, NO QUALIFICATIONS. THE LORD WILL KEEP YOU IN PERFECT PEACE IF YOU KEEP YOUR MIND STAYED UPON HIM. ANDREW'S COMPLETE SERIES TITLED HARDNESS OF HEART IS AVAILABLE IN EITHER A CD OR DVD ALBUM AND A BOOK IN EITHER ENGLISH OR SPANISH. 
Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. Hardness of heart is something that just revolutionized me. It, it was a revelation that has really given direction to my life, that I try and spend as much time as possible considering, focused on the things of God, because it makes my heart sensitive to God. This will help you, so request these materials today. You can get these products as part of the Hardness of Heart package, which includes both books and your choice of either CD or DVD albums from both Hardness of Heart and How to Become a Water Walker. The Hardness of Heart package has a catalog value of $75, but you can receive all of these valuable resources for just $55. Andrew's book, Hardness of Heart, is also available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of April, Andrew will be in Woodland Park to host the annual Karis Bible College Campus Days. Guest speakers at this event include Carrie Pickett, Daniel Bennett, Greg Moore, Wendell Parr, and Pastors Rick McFarland and Lawson Perdue. Then, Andrew will be joining Ashley and Carly Terrades in Colorado Springs for the Abundant Life event. Next, Andrew will be speaking in Brooklyn Park. And lastly in April, he'll again be in Woodland Park to host the Don't Limit God Conference with guest speaker Jesse Duplantis. In May, Andrew will be hosting our annual Grace and Faith Conference in Telford, England, as well as two additional Grace and Faith Conferences in Łódź, Poland, and Frankfurt, Germany. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. Karis, an accredited Bible college in the beautiful town of Woodland Park, has been changing people's lives for over 25 years. The people here are so like-minded. They want to help you grow. These are people who genuinely care about you. They want the best for you. Be prepared to be blown away with the teachings. It's not just a season in your life. There's no way you can't change. You can't really go wrong going to a place that you get to sit and listen to the Word for four hours a day. Being under the Word that much just allowed God to pour so much into me. If you feel supernatural peace about coming to Karis, that's God. I know you're like, how 
when, where, all these questions, just do it. The Lord will provide. I was doubting and second guessing it, but when I took that step of faith, immediately like things were provided. Just being around like-minded believers, teachers who are there for you and ready to talk to you at any moment and answer your questions, there's just nothing like it. Just follow the leading of the one that you serve, and that's always gonna be the right direction to go. Go to karisbiblecollege.org to register today. Have you checked out the Inside Story yet? It's a great way for you to get an inside look of what is happening at Andrew Womack Ministries. With over six years of interviews, there's a lot to get excited about. Check out this month's featured story today, only at awmi.net.